Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Good Game Nice Try. Sonia, how are we doing this week? What what's up? What are we playing? How are we doing? Because I got some thoughts, I got some things to say. I I I bet. I, I'm still in the thick of The Last of Us 2 land. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Which I have Ooh. a plenty, a plenty to talk about. Ooh. But um yeah, I, I literally can't stop playing it. I wow. am waiting. I keep feeling like I'm getting close to beating it, and it just doesn't happen, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, you mean in a good way. In like a good way, in a good way. Um, but I, I've heard you've uh, had a little, you've had some game time. Well, here's something I wanted to talk about, and I wanted to mm-hmm. ask you about. Mm-hmm. I've been playing uh, Lord of the Rings Shadow of War, which is uh, uh, the sequel to Shadow of Mordor, which is a game, you know, it's 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 really fun. And I've been streaming it, but mm-hmm. I've also been playing it a lot off of stream. And I beat it, but I actually felt guilt, real human guilt. Wow, that's a new experience for you. How was that? Let's okay. talk oh, about God. that. <laughs> oh God, am I going to throw up? No, no, it's just me feeling guilty. But it was, I, I felt guilty because... I beat it off stream and I didn't beat it on stream. So I'm going to play it again and beat it in quotes on stream again. And I had a similar experience at The Last of Us 2 where I kind of didn't want to play it on stream. What, have you ever felt that where like you feel like you should play something on stream, but you want to play it with yourself? Oh, gosh. I mean, I definitely had that with The Last of Us 2 for so long people were asking me to play that on stream. And I kept, I kept resisting and saying that, you know, it's something that I wanted to experience on my own and really like get wrapped up in it because there's been other times where I've played similar games on stream and it's just not the same vibe. You really want to like entertain. And, um, you know, there's points where I get lost because I'm an idiot and I'm navigationally challenged and then it's just frustrating and I look even more stupid and then it takes me out of the, out of the game. But um, yeah, with The Last of Us 2, I'm so glad that that is a game that I have now been playing off stream because wow. I have cried. I have looked like an idiot. I have got lost. I have made stupid mistakes that I feel like I would have got grilled for on stream. But yeah, it's it's just a different vibe. Again, you really want to entertain. You really want to read the chat and have time to pause and, you know, like shout people out and make it really exciting. And it's hard to do that when you're... Um, uh, with a fistful of tears. So I feel like there are games that are better for that. Do you feel like your strategy playing games is different when you're doing it in front of people? Oh, for sure. I mean, there's, I'm trying to think of a good game for an example, but um, there's been times where I've played something on stream and say there's a lot of narrative. Okay. And I love, like, again, I'm so deep into The Last of Us too that I'm just going to keep talking about it. But Please. I'll find, uh, like, notes. I'll go off the track. And they really reward you for exploring rather than just, like, going right through it. And you'll yeah. find notes of somebody who's died and it was, like, their last note that they wrote. I will sit there and I will read every single damn word. Yes, me too. I love it. I love it. And then you find, like, something that they talked about in the other room and you're like, yes. ah! Like, it's, it's so cool. But if I'm on stream... I do feel this pressure to kind of skip through it and get through all of the narrative in that way because I'm just reading and it's not as interesting. And I do take a different approach to it. And it does 
pull me out of it. So yeah. 110%. And there's a, per- I can think of two great examples of games that I love. One of them being the first Last of Us. There's a, a, a great moment. I don't know if you remember this, but because same thing, absolutely everything you're saying, 100% me too. And there's like, uh, I found a bunch of notes in the, in the first Last of Us. I found a bunch of notes in this house about somebody who was like um, in love with someone. They're going to go find their lover like, and like, I'm leaving here. If anyone's trying to find me, I've gone to find my love, whatever it is. And then later, way later in the game, you find the person's <gasps> lover, their boyfriend, and their boyfriend hung themselves <gasps> be- before that person who you read the notes earlier could find them. No. And there was, it's like this super, su- I think I cried at that moment, like oh, super heavy chills. emotional moment. I got chills. Super heavy emotional moment oh. where you're like, oh my God, this has nothing to do with the story in any way. No, and you could have you could have easily missed it. Easily missed it. And it was oh. like an emotional sledgehammer that, oh my God, this person earlier didn't find their boyfriend before they oh. like lost all hope. And you're like, holy shit. And oh if I God. was streaming this game, I would have been like, eh, fucking notes. These fucking people write notes. They're fucking, <laughs> you know, like right. I would have, right? Like it's ridiculous. Ugh. So that's the thing is like, and I think that's that's important for people who love watching live streams to, to understand is it's a different thing when you're you're playing a game for yourself versus playing a game on, on stream. It's entertainment on stream. You know, we're trying to entertain people. Yeah. And in the realm of entertainment and live streaming, our guest today is an actor, singer, YouTuber, gamer. He's appeared on Broadway and Rock of Ages and Mamma Mia. You also probably know him from the 16th season of the CBS series, Big Brother. And soon, I'm so stoked for this. Soon he's going to be hosting the new podcast, SpongeBob Binge Pants. I love it. Here is our interview with Frankie Grande. So Frankie, you know, a a lot of people know you, Big Brother, obviously, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, performing, theater, acting. um, But more recently in your career, you've brought all of this incredible energy to Twitch. Yeah, I decided to make a Twitch channel and then coronavirus like struck. And I was like, well, I guess this is a great thing to do while I'm not doing, you know, the other things that I would be doing with my time. Um, Because, you know, it's just a fun, it's a fun way to stay connected with, you know, my fans in the community. And also like, I'm just, my boyfriend and I are like, my boyfriend's such a gamer. Like he is, he's truly the gamer in the relationship, you know, like <laughs> he streams every single day. He streams, well, not every single day. He streams four days a week, Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday at Hale. Check him out on Twitch. Um, but he's like, re- like he, you'll probably hear him screaming from down the hallway <laughs> anytime soon because he's a screamer when he plays. He's very loud. And I got to say, like, it. one thing is, I, I mean, I can imagine as a performer, it's a different kind of performing. Can you talk a little bit yeah. about about the things you kind of learned when you first started streaming? Yeah, that it's an, it's five hours as opposed to <laughs> two. You know, I thought I was like real good at, you know, being a Broadway actor, being like, you know, in it for the endurance because we, we're, we're pretty good within that department. But I was like, like five hours later, I was like, guys, I have no voice. I have to go. Goodbye. Like, it's like, this is all exhausting to be doing for five hours. It makes me so tired. Um, my boyfriend does it for like seven, eight hours. I'm like, how are you still str- and screaming at the top of his lungs? <laughs> and it's like the chat is constant. Like, so there's certain skill sets that you have to be really good at. For the longest time, I couldn't look at chat while gaming. It was impossible. It was one <laughs> or the other. Um, so like, and you see all my like fans or like my mods being like, he doesn't look at chat. And I was like, I feel like such a failure. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a whole new skill set uh, as well that you have to develop. You have to get good mm-hmm. at, stuff, at that. It's a lot. It's a big, it's a balance. It truly is. Yeah, for sure. I would say one thing I love, Sonia, when you stream, uh, Sonia, I, my favorite thing is when she starts to stream, you'll be in the, if I could out you for a second, you'll be in the chat before, you know, cause you can need to wait a little while for people to kind of come in. Yeah. You know, yeah. To, before you actually start the thing. And she, you'll go in and interact with the fans, but also like troll them a bit to get them like, <laughs> hyped up or something like why are we doing this should we do you know like what it always yeah. makes me laugh but i know there's a pre-game ritual there's a whole there it's, like, it's like you know getting ready for the big show getting ready for the big sport event you know whether you're doing 
Mama Mia crunches in the dressing room with the the chorus boys, um, yeah. or whether yes. you're in there trolling your uh, your viewers, you're like getting ready for the big show. Yeah, there is a pregame. You've done Broadway. It's kind of like people coming into the theater, you know? It's like... Exactly. I love, again, how you stream with your boyfriend, Hale. And even more so, I love how you guys met Mm. in the most unlikely combination of things (laughs) with country line dancing and gaming. (laughs) Yes, it's so funny. Um, I met him at the country line dancing bar, um, Oil Can Harry's, which is sadly no more. So sad. Aww. Victim of COVID. Yeah. Um, I've been there. It. it was a part. It's a, that's a party. And that's, that's a bummer. A, that's a yeah. bummer. It's gone. I don't know what we're going to do. We have to figure out what is the new place. Like, cause it was so fun. Cause it was line dancing, but it wasn't necessarily only country. It was like, it was like to pop music and stuff like that. So, um, and Hale knew all the dances. And so the <laughs> first time that I went, I saw him dancing and I was like, Oh my God, who is this professionally trained dancer? Like, who is this, 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 uh, you know, this Savion Glover of oil can Harry's like, who is this man who's trained his whole life to be here? Um, and he was so funny. Cause like I, I was, I chased him down. I could not find him on the dance floor because he kept disappearing. And I was like, where is he going? Um, and now, and then I figured out is cause after every dance, he would go to the bathroom to fix his hair. So I literally had to corner him in the bathroom because he kept disappearing. And I was like, hello, I'm Frankie. Nice to meet you. Are you a professional dancer? And he was like, what? No, <laughs> absolutely not. No, um, I'm not. I'm a nerd and I'm a gamer. And I was like, I'm a gamer. And he was like, I don't believe you. And I was like, I am a gamer. I promise. I swear. And then I showed him all my nerdy tattoos. And then he yeah. asked me whether I played console or PC. And I was like, at the time, console. Um, I had never touched a PC until Hale. And I started oh. dating and he like made me get a PC. He was like, like you need to up your gaming. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and I told him my favorite console games. And then he was like, okay, fine. I'll dance with you. And I was like, okay, oh. fine. True love is really moving to PC gaming for somebody. Yes, I, I think it's listen, tough. That's what are we doing? Let's woo. That is true. I, I, and I think it, it really changed my life. I love it. PC gaming now. Like I, I like hardly even play cons console anymore, but it's like all goes with my obsession, you know, like, I'm obsessed with this today as opposed to that yesterday. Like, it's just, I have a very one-track mind sometimes. Now I'm like, only PC, only PC. (laughs) And then something will come out, like, there'll be, like, the next Zelda will be dropped, and I'll be like, oh, my God, only Switch, only Switch. And it's like, you know, I'm like a crazy person. I feel it. What did you, uh, would you start playing on PC that you hadn't played before? The first game that he showed me was Overwatch. Yes. Um, And I loved it. I loved it. It definitely was a, there was a sharp, sharp learning curve for me. That's not the easiest first game to to play, but I played, I stuck to healers. Um, I did really well. Like I got my like Mercy up first and then I graduated to Moira and then to Baptiste. And then now I have like a solid, like three, three healers that also can do damage that I can play, which make that's the role that I like to play anyway. Like I don't ever want to be, you know, um, like, uh, just solely a shooter or a tank. Like I, I like the healing role. I do. I like the healing role. Yeah. It's very gay of me too. Like I feel like the gay, <laughs> very the gays yeah. love to play a healer. We're like, well, we're helping. So <laughs> they're cri- you guys are only piece. killing. We're helping. It's a critical so, piece. Yeah, Harder, it, some would say it's more difficult. Listen, I've seen Hale play healer, and I'm like, okay, I have no idea. I'm nowhere near as good as him. He is <laughs> flying in and switching weapons and resurrecting. And I'm like, okay, you're very good at these things. But but also, like, he again, he was raised on PC games. Like, I this mm-hmm. is my first time. I just started, like, what is it, a year and a half ago? So, wow. Um, First was Overwatch, but I love it. I think it's such a great game, and it's so beautiful. Uh-huh. Um, the, the skins are fantastic, and the special events and the mini games. I, I like. I like everything about that game. Um, and then I graduated to Dead by Daylight, oh, which is man. a delight. Like what a delightful game! Oh, Still boy. Oh, love boy. that game. Yeah, I've seen Hale's been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight. Yeah, he's a fog whisperer now. Which yes. is very exciting. I'm dating a very fog cool. whisperer, which is <laughs> really exciting. I know. I was like so excited. I was playing the other day with him and I was like, I'm playing with a fog whisperer. Is that really cool? I think that's really cool. Yes. And then um, what's other? And Valorant. I love Valorant. Oh, I nice. love Valorant. Yeah. Yes. 
this really fun game. It it's kind of it's on the same track ish, I would say, as Overwatch yes. in a way. Yeah, but well, a little more like shooty, counter strikey kind of. Yeah, but with the powers, and that's the reason yeah. I like it because there's a healing class I can play. You know, I can play a sage, and I can heal as well as kill. And I like I like powers. <laughs> Anything that has powers, yeah. I'm in. I love magic. <laughs> I love, you know, the whole fantasy element of it. Like, that's why I really like also Dead by Daylight. Obviously, there's so many iconic horror characters in it that you get to play as and run from. And it just makes, I love thematic games like that. It just makes my hours go even faster into, you know, nothing. (laughs) It's amazing to me. Like, Dead by Daylight is like, so I'm a huge horror fan, huge horror movie, got all this stuff. For some reason, Dead by Daylight freaks me out. I get like legitimately scared and panicky. That doesn't happen with kind of any other game. For some reason, playing against another human, like a human, I think that's what gets me. It's, yeah. I can't play it before bed. I'll freak out, which is very wild. Like it's the, the stealth killers that that actually make me scream. Uh, like yeah. spirit and mm-hmm. like you know some or like Mike Myers. Like all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, they're all of a sudden like you. They can stab <laughs> you. Like they don't have a heartbeat, and all of a sudden they're like there, and then there's some loud That's sound, awful. and I'm like, oh, I'm that. That makes me nuts like i'm like ah Good. it's so scary <laughs> it's but those are the but that's why we play that's why you know like yeah. that's why we're playing a horror game so that we can be scared would you ever want to be uh in like a horror movie would you yes. ever want to oh wow absolutely as the killer or as a or any or what like, all what of are your, the above if you if you could choose a horror franchise that you would want to be a part of what would be your your ideal your top I mean, Aliens is my favorite. Look, I got my Xenomorph on my arm. <gasps> right oh, here. wow. That's so yeah. sick. She's That's my fantastic. favorite. The alien Very queen. cool. Yeah, wow. I mean, for sure, Aliens. I, I, I really do want to play a villain, though. Like, I want to play, like, someone who is, um, like, kind of something's off. Like, I would love to play, like, if it was Alien, like, um, you know, like a, a one of the robots that's gone bad, you know, like something, yeah, Android, you know, yeah. a, an Android that has gone a little uh, haywired or something. Like, I, I do have a um, desire to play someone a little dark and twisted at some time in my life. I don't, I haven't gotten really a chance to do that yet. So that's like a, a bucket Ooh. list thing that hasn't yet been ticked is like me playing someone like a little psychotic. I love <laughs> it. Did you play Alien Isolation? I did. Oh my God. I was so scared. I had so many panic attacks during that one. That was terrifying. Yeah. I screamed a lot and I was really nervous and I had to turn (laughs) off the game multiple times. I streamed it. So people were there with me. That was the only reason I got through the game, by the way, um, Mm. because I had people with me in the chat. Otherwise I would Mm -hmm. never have done it. Mm-hmm. It was so scary. So good. Did you shut off all the lights and? Um, well, I had my streaming lights on. Thank God. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because I don't think I would have been able to do it without my key lights on. Because right. I was yeah. so I was really scared. But my boyfriend did, of course, like scare me and like do jump scares and like uh, he would like even if I was streaming that day and then later in the evening, like he would jump out at me. I would still be so like um in that space from yeah. the playing the game that I would be even I would be so scared. Of him, <laughs> like he would, he would get such easy freebie scares because I would be scared of everything after I played Alien Isolation for a couple hours. That's all you, all you think of ever see. I mean, even now I'm having flashbacks. It was a scary game. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Really good game. Oh my god. And the flaily, the flaily running arms. I always oh. made fun of the arms. <laughs> yeah. This is how the person. This is how the your character runs. And I was like, that's oh not. God. That's not, that's a, not how that's this not works. Running. You that's can't. Not- <laughs> this isn't how uh, people don't run like this. <laughs> It's like Ashton Kutcher and the butterfly effect. I don't know if you saw that old movie, but (laughs) it's a very dramatic, like crazy, creepy movie. And then there's a very dramatic part at the end where he has to run down a hallway and he's doing like the flaily, you know, like car wash tube guy. Wacky, waving, inflatable, arm flailing tube, man. There it is. You're laughing. It's like this point in the movie and you're like, oh no, Ashton. And you're like, man, so he needed a running coach, (laughs) man. Use an android in a future Aliens movie. Can't yeah, me yeah. Or video games. Or video or games. Video Would you games. ever be interested in doing anything like that? Like acting yeah. in video games? And I can see that. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, one of my friends is in the new Spider-Man game and told me about um, how cool it was to like, <gasps> they flew him to like um, the Middle East. They scanned his whole body into Jesus. a machine. Like there was like a whole thing. Oh um, and I was like, that sounds awesome. Yes. <laughs> like, please. 
Ask me to do that. I want to be in a video game. I played this the new Star Wars video game, and I was like, "That's um mm-hmm. real the Jedi Fallen Order." Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and yeah, like the acting in that is like legit. Like, there's mm-hmm. legitimate acting happening in these video games. Absolutely. Um, you know what I just saw, which is incredible. Um, Love Death Robots. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my god. What they have achieved in animation. Oh, yeah. Unreal. It's unbelievable. Why aren't we having full-length films that are with this animation now? Is it too expensive? Because it looks unbelievable. And I immediately call for a full-length film, like, of, like, in the animation style of, like, Love, Death, Robots. Because that was, I mean, it's just, it's remarkable what they're capable of doing right now. It looks so real. Yeah, and the stories they're able to tell because it's animation are is really fantastic. Also, it's so freeing it's to be able to do anything. Yeah, uh, I will say though, like to to your point about being in a video game, I don't know if I would want my entire body scanned. <laughs> Give well, me like six weeks to prep, and then yeah, and then yeah. I'll be and Years? then I'll be in it. Yeah. Absolutely, I, yeah. I'm I I still gotta you know I have a COVID five that I want to get rid of, but other than that, I'm 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 ready. Just scan me. It's, I'm ready to go. Put me in the tube, sir. <laughs> Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. The obvious question is, you know, Big Brother, you are on Big Brother and so great oh, yeah. on that season. Have you played you. Among Us? I feel like yes. Sonny and I were saying, like, you would destroy at Among Us. I do Us. well at Among Us. I <laughs> really do well at Among Us. Yeah, I do. Um, I played the real version of Among Us, didn't I? <laughs> you really yeah. did. That's actually what Before I did. Before it wasn't Among Us. Yeah, you were in it. Yeah, I was in the real version of Among Us. Um, and honestly, I I don't know why I was so good at that game. I I. I'm, I don't know. Like, it's so funny. Like, I, maybe it is because I've just been a gamer my whole life. So my my ability to strategize, and I guess because I was a fan of the show, so I kind of always put myself in people's mm. positions and was like, what would I do if I was in the house? Yeah. Um, so that when I was in the house, I was just like ready and good at it. I wonder if I would still be as good, to be honest. Like, you know, I I I don't know if I have that, that same amount of... Uh, I don't know. I was ruthless. I was ruthless. ruthless. And it was like, it was like, and it was, I mean, it was great. I'm so happy. I, I, I'm very pleased with the way I, I, um, played that game, but I was like, I'm uh, looking back. I'm like, Hmm, am I still that ruthless? But then knowing me, (laughs) like the guy who wants to be like the most evil of villains. (laughs) I know. And then knowing me, I'm like, once I get in that house, uh, it's like, I think right now, like in my life, like with my puppy on my lap, like streaming with you guys talking to my, you know, getting ready to cook dinner for my boyfriend later. Like, no, he's (laughs) not. Not that ruthless, but that, but I guess that's the whole point. Like I, Frankie, the Frankie that is in that big brother house is not actually who I am. It is a very small part of me that is getting amplified because I'm trying to win that money. You're playing you know, a game. And because you, I'm playing a game. And mm-hmm. that's the thing. When I play games with even my family, they're like, we're not sure if we want to play with you anymore <laughs> because that part comes out. And I get a little crazy, but but Hale is even crazier than I am. So I take a backseat to his insanity when we play <laughs> games together. Wow, that's incredible. My mom is literally like, "Is Hale screaming at 
Right, is the family game still family friendly or do I have to come down and say something? I'm like, no, it's fine. It's wonderful. Everything's great. He's actually calmed down quite a bit too. But in the beginning, like right in the beginning, we played a game with my mom um, and it was Survive Escape from Atlantis. Mm-hmm. And like, it was like, uh, Hale was like, I get really awkward when I'm meeting family members. So I'd love to have a game night. Great. We have a game night. And within like 30 minutes, he's screaming, you're my mortal enemy <laughs> at my mother. And I was like, honey. I was like, this is the this is the nice introduction that you wanted, screaming, you're my mortal enemy. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good way to meet the fam. <laughs> I know, it's so funny. I, I really wanted to ask, do you, is there games, because I know that you play a lot of games together, are there games that you just like cannot play together? Ooh, um, we didn't do very well with Avalon. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we did not do well with that okay, one together. Okay. So... Uh, yeah, I think that one's pretty much off limits for us to ever play together again. (laughs) So that one's not going to happen. Uh, yikes. I get so angry. Social deduction games, like, uh, playing with me, like, because if he doesn't let me do the things that I'm good at, which is manipulate, because he can (laughs) see through it, and then, or then I get so mad. Like, I get so angry. So we don't play those games. Uh, same thing with my sister. My sister and I are like, maybe we'll chill with the social deduction games. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Maybe. It's a good idea. Because also, she's very good. My sister mm. is very good at the social deduction games as well. Like, it must be in our blood. Yeah. I don't. I just don't know. But she is so good at it. So when we play Mafia together or whatever, like, it's always the two of us that are against each other because we're the two best people and one must right. go. Yeah, there mm-hmm. could be only one. There could only be there one. There can only yeah. be one. Exactly. So we're like, maybe we'll just not play Mafia today. Or <laughs> one of us is always the host. That's the other thing. One mm. of us will host and the other one gets to play. And then she'll be That's like, fair. can I play now? And I'm like, yes, I'll host. It's great. <laughs> so we've got that under control. But yeah, we get ruthless in the Grande family when it comes to uh, our games. I love it. Now, how are you and Hale at with Overcooked? Oh my God. Great. Because it's oh, kind of okay. like couples Great. therapy. It's like, you know. Well, it, we've fought, we have <laughs> fought many times during Overcooked, but but we always keep going and succeed. Like we beat the game. Aww. We beat Overcooked. Wow. Great. Um, because amazing. we were so focused. But the problem is that he wants three stars on every level. Oh no. And I go nuts because we'll be like 20 points away like we'll have like just like been one millisecond away from completing the final order and he's like oh we have to replay it i'm like no <laughs> i just want to finish the game like, nope three stars every level three stars every level and i'm he's like one oh. of the achievement he needs the achievement uh, he does he and the same thing in sack boy oh. or in whatever like every oh. star every thing like he won't move on until we get every single oh my uh, you know, a p- orb in Sackboy, or in if it's Mario's Mario, then it's if it's every star per level. Um, so that's frustrating, but we do, <laughs> we are a good team, we are an effective team when it comes to Overcooked. Are you an achiever, Sonia? Do, do you like the achievements? Or are you just, I, cause I like, like you, Frankie, I'm just like, let's finish, get the let's level, go to the next level. Yeah. Do you do the achievements or no? Oh, just get it done. Get yeah. it done. I just, you know, if I keep replaying this, I'm just going to get more frustrated. Right. Let's yeah. just go. Let's just move yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Not nail. Will I not feel it. let me go. Yeah. Will not let me graduate. Wow. wow. I know. One thing I think, I you know, I, I, obviously gaming wise, it's it's been so cool this past year to see not just live streaming, but video games in general, I think really just the the upswell has been incredible. And and I think, you know, Sonia and I talk a lot on this podcast about even in the past few years, how games have become a thing that were just to pass the time or it was like a dirty word to be a gamer. And now you just get these great, beautiful stories. Like, and along with that comes, you know, all like diversity. And even in the Spider-Man game, Miles Morales, like all these great things. And there's like a character in that who's signing, who's hearing impaired and signing. And just, 
it's so beautiful. And so, and, and representation in games is, is such a, an amazing and beautiful thing to see. W- what does it mean to you to, to see, for, to see this kind of diversity and representation kind of exploding in the past few years? You know, I honestly, I do think that we have a very long way to go in terms of the streaming community, in terms of it being fully accepting. You know, I do still find it to be a very homophobic environment. Um, And I find that people are very uh, free with their slurs, you know, like they they will find you. Um, There are beautiful pockets and the communities and the LGBTQ uh, streamers are so wonderful. Um, But there's just still, there's something about the gaming community that is still okay with using these um, derogatory slurs um, like in game. Um, especially when you're playing like Valorant on Vox or on chat. Like I've been called some crazy things and it's not because they're looking at me. It's because that's what they just call each other, you know? Like it's just kind of like part of the vernacular of streaming or about playing games that's very kind of like homophobic. So it took me, it was very shocking in the beginning. I had to definitely like kind of like slow my roll. I was like, whoa, like what is going on? Like I haven't been called these things. Like I felt very scared. Like I didn't want to talk in game um, for the first time in my life. Like as, you know, a, a man in his thirties, like I was like, why, why, how am I getting gay bashed? How is this possible? <laughs> I worked so hard to be this rainbow glitter uh, person who is so confident. Like, how is this happening? So I think that there's definitely a long place that we have to go. But the only way that we will go, A, is for games to continue to be inclusive. So, like, thank you for games like Overwatch for having Soldier 76 and, you know, for having um, uh, gay characters, like, within the game that identify as LGBTQ. Yeah. Um, and also in Dead by Daylight. And, you know, there Last are... Last of Us, Last of Us 2, amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's wonderful when we have um, gay characters that we can see and identify with in terms... And fall in love with their origin stories. Mm-hmm. I think that's <laughs> so beautiful and we need to definitely continue to do that. So thank you for the, pl- the games that are doing it. And then also we need streamers at the top of Twitch and at the top of the industry to have a no hate policy and have a no like homophobia and no discrimination policy within their chats. It needs to come from the top down and more big streamers need to take a very strong opinion against it because there are some streamers that are guilty of doing it themselves. And like, as far as I'm concerned, please eject them from the platforms, all the platforms, get them out, push them away. I don't care how many millions of followers you have. But then there are other streamers that are just quiet on the matter. And it's just like, I don't think you can afford to be quiet on the matter. Agreed. Like, I think we really need to foster a welcoming environment because there are people like me out there, you know, little gays who are just (laughs) like, want nothing more than to be nerds their whole life. And, you know, I kind of get it like reverse, reverse like stereotyping where people are always like, but you can't be a nerd. You love makeup. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It is possible to be many different things and to be unique in many different ways. So, um, you know, I, I think that we are definitely, I think in the past year we've gotten um, some visibility. I remember at TwitchCon two years ago, it was all about like the year of the woman gamer, which was mm-hmm. wonderful. And I was so grateful that that was what that was. And, you know, I'm hoping when we go back, you know, in another year to TwitchCon, then it'll be have more LGBTQ things because there wasn't there wasn't a gay there wasn't a gay booth there wasn't a thing you know like I was looking mm. for my community at TwitchCon and I was uh, alone with my boyfriend Comic Con the gays are out you know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah. you know like we yeah, we yeah. we've we've, re- awesome. we've really made our own at places like Comic Con so yeah. I think that's where I was going to TwitchCon and like E3 like thinking that there would be more of that community, mm-hmm. but there really wasn't. So I'm hoping that we will continue to, to chip away at, at that and make um, further strides in the gaming community. And, so, and that's why, you know, my boyfriend and I started the gamers on Twitch, G-A-Y-M-E-R-S, our yeah. little, our little, um, you know, our little rainbow. Um, there are other ones as well, like, you know, Rainbow Arcade, and there's some other really nice ones, but, you know, just trying to create more safe spaces for LGBTQ nerd gamers to feel safe and loved and appreciated while they're streaming, you know? Mm-hmm. I really appreciated what you said, how there are there are commu- good communities out there. There, really there are, are really, really good, inclusive communities, um, obviously, including the gamers. Yes, um, and you guys. Thank you. Of course. Uh, but, you know, what, what can... 
we do um, like as streamers or as viewers or, you know, on Twitch and anyone on that platform, how can we foster those communities deeper and give more visibility and give more representation? I think being good allies is great. You know, mm-hmm. um, definitely calling out negative behavior when you see it, but also reinforcing positive behavior, finding some L- cute LGBTQ um, or, you know, uh, racially diverse uh, streamers for you to uh, raid um, to give shout outs yeah. to, to kind of like, you know, bring into the community. Like you could just raid people that don't look like you. And like, let, let, if everyone did that, then it would be a really welcoming. Um, and I mean, it would really expand everyone's um, viewership. Yes. And that's the that. thing. Like if we are one type of streamer, then don't rate another type of streamer that's just like you. Give your audience <laughs> like some a, like a taste of something else so that they that they can be like, oh wow, you know what? I never actually thought I would um, really enjoy that LGBTQ streamer or a drag queen. Never ever thought that, but look, there yeah. they are, and they're amazing, and I'm enjoying it. You know, whatever it is, yeah. Um, just to continue to do that, and you know what? One game I was playing in Valorant that really stick, sticks out in my mind is somebody was like, oh man, you you suck at this game. You're so gay. And somebody else, not me, was like, dude, like being gay has nothing to do with being good or bad at this game. Being gay can be a compliment. And it was, it was sounded like a very heteronormative normative presenting person. And he was like, dude, that no one uses gay badly anymore. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, and I was like, I was like, that was great. I didn't even have to say it. Like awesome. somebody, so the more voices we get like that in chat, and I know I'm talking to an 11 year old in like Idaho. Like I know, okay, like I get it. But an 11 year old in Idaho should learn like yeah, 100%. that you can't call people faggots in the middle of the game, you know? And yes. like, and you can't use gay as a negative thing. Like it is not a negative thing. Like, dude, you missed that shot. You're so gay. Like that's not, we don't talk like that anymore. So the more people we get calling it out in chat is in acceptable behavior, even if it's in a private game and not even on stream, mm-hmm. that stuck with me more than anything else. I felt so like loved and supported in that moment. And this guy didn't even know he was playing with a gay person. Like, although my name is Frankie J. Grande on all platforms and all games. So it's possible he knew he was playing with a large homosexual. But um, you know, but I felt so like loved and supported in that moment from this stranger. Um, and it was awesome. So more things like that, please. Yeah. And, and and two things that that really stuck out to me in what you just said were, you know, I, I think one thing that that I love about about gaming and live streaming and these things is the ability to create a community mm. and, and, and your own community and yes. all those things. And that example you just mentioned like really sticks out to me because a live stream is basically a bunch of people standing around in a circle kind of watching something, you know, or we're mm. all in like a giant living room or something. And that just even someone just calling out, hey, don't that's not what we do. Don't do that. Is so much more powerful in a certain way because you're in the living room with someone else. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure that person who got who had the talking to is going to remember that and will change their behavior because it's more than just a PSA or whatever. Right. It's like someone else being like, "Yo, don't come on." What, what are you exactly? Yeah. It's a it's a peer. It's a peer. Exactly. That's what we. That's what we need is yes. people like peers reaching out and being like, "Yeah, this isn't cool. Like, don't say, don't say this, and don't say racial slurs, and don't yes. say like these are not cool things, and they don't mean what you're using them to mean anyway. So let's Absolutely. just stop using them." And, and the other thing you said that that I just realized I didn't realize until you said it just now is what a powerful tool being able to raid some uh, another streamer is right yeah like when you said that to me i was like oh my god so for people who aren't aware everyone should be aware but on twitch a streamer when they're after when they're finished with their stream they can choose to send all of their followers mm-hmm. immediately to another stream and it's called a raid so mm-hmm. and, and then it's really fun because then all of those viewers will come in and be like it's a raid it's a raid and like yeah. i like to buy a bunch of subs it's like yeah. a party you know <laughs> yeah, and everyone's it's so fun. and Turn emotes up. and it's like popping off and it's great but what a, what an amazing tool for anyone who's listening right now who's a streamer however big or small you are yes. that like send your or take the opportunity to use that powerful tool and send your people, introduce your people to a new streamer who's diverse. And like you yeah. said, who doesn't look like you. I, I love that. I That's love so that. great. That's really oh, cool. 
Thanks, yeah. thanks. And I know my boyfriend strives to do that after every stream, if he's not exhausted after his eight hours of screaming. <laughs> Sometimes he's like, I can't read today. <laughs> so the mummy, funny. the mummy reading. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's so that. funny because then he likes to stay in chat like you do and party and thrush. Yes, yes. I have rated people that have like one viewer and they're just like, oh, yes. frozen. Frozen, no idea what's going on. They're so like oh. overwhelmed, and then I like subscribe, and they're oh. like, "You're my first subscriber oh. ever," and it's just so fun to watch their little faces turn on and just be so excited. It's the best feeling. It's so fun, and it's oh. so great. And then to watch them have like no idea what to do. <laughs> they're like, "I guess sh do should I keep playing? I don't know." Uh, wow. And I'm like, "Yes, no, you got it. Please keep playing. We want to see wow. what you're doing." Like okay, hello. It's, it's wow. to find those those people and and you know give them some love. Well, Frankie, this has been an absolute delight. Before we go, tell us about this podcast that's coming up. Oh, I'm so excited! I'm joining the world of podcasts like you guys. Yay! 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 Come join um, us. Join uh, us. I know exactly. People have always been like, "Oh, you need to do a podcast. You need to do a podcast." And I was like, "Oh my god!" But that sounds like so much effort. My goodness. Um, but then Nickelodeon came to me and said, "Do you want to host our SpongeBob podcast?" And I was like, "Yes, absolutely, absolutely, no questions asked. Like, I don't even need to do. Just you had me at hello. Um, when do we start? Um, and the answer is soon. So that's really great. And I look, I've got my little SpongeBob pop. <gasps> also, my pops. I love so many pops. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's exciting. I'm really excited um, uh, to be uh, doing that project. So, uh, take a take a gander at my socials uh, at Frankie J Grande. Actually, I'm at Frankie J Grande on every platform, including Twitch. So, make sure to follow me and uh, stay tuned for when my podcast, SpongeBob Binge Pants, goes live. Aww. <laughs> I love that. I love that name. <laughs> Amazing name. <laughs> it is a great fan. That's a so great good. title. Binge I love Devin. Yeah. It's great. Uh, we love to end every interview with asking our guest their least favorite game and their favorite game. So when we say what's mm. your least, just to you, you know, doesn't have to be, but to you personally, what's your worst game, the game you dislike the most? And then we'll end on a high note. Oh my God. Oh no. You have to make me choose a game that I don't or type like. or type of game genre. type of game genre yeah genre game that was frustrating anything yeah oh my god games that are frustrating my god all I can think of is playing with my boyfriend and how frustrating it is to play chess with him because oh. he's memorized the patterns so like he oh, he's in it he's a he like that he exactly like he <laughs> spends all nights like researching formulas and learning blocks and pins and things. So I thought chess was a very fun game, and so I started playing with him. And then I was like, okay, well now I, there's no point in me even making an effort anymore. So we're no longer playing chess. So now I hate chess. I don't actually hate chess, but I hate playing chess with Hale. So <laughs> chess with Hale is the biggest game that I don't like. Um, you shouldn't have let him watch Queen's Gambit. Mm -mm. Shouldn't have let I, him. Yep, that's, that's exactly what happened. That was it. That was it. That was the turning point. It was Queen's Gambit. I thought we, we were fine beforehand. We played Onitama, which is an amazing game. We're big board oh. game people. So Onitama oh. is like chess, but the but the movements of the pieces changes every round. So oh, it's not like, God. it's not, your pieces are just pawns, but they each get a magical different ma movement pattern. Whoa. So it's really fun. And the game is never the same twice. So that's fun. That's cool. Like Onitama. But then we watched Queen's Gambit and then it was just, 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 just. <laughs> and I was like, well, can't play with you ever again. Um, one of my favorite games. Let's see, of all time. Were your tattoos? I mean, you, you have, you, you, you said I have, you have so many things. I mean, it's Harry yeah. Potter, it's Lord of the Rings. I can't wait for open world Harry Potter. I was going to say, as you're holding a Harry Potter wand currently. Yes. Yeah, I'm holding a wand <laughs> and I have my uh, Harry Potter tattoos. Like, I'm really excited for the new open world Harry Potter. Like, I'm not, you're never going to see me again. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I think I, I I think I'd have to go with Zelda, this most recent Zelda, because oh. you just you just get lost and you just get to have such a good time. I spent so many hours on my console, just like living in front of my TV, and I don't know. There's a fond is a and it's also like there's childhood nostalgia associated with it. Mm -hmm. So definitely Zelda and definitely Mario Party. I love oh. Mario Party. Which one was your so favorite? Much. I always I'm obsessed with the newest one. So even though the new one is like weird and um, different than the, all the previous ones, but I love it. What are we at now? 10? 
Something. I don't even know. Yeah, we're up there. I we're think it's double there. digits. I think I think we're at ten. But um, Mario Party and also just like an amazing um sense of family because yes. I always have played that game with my family my whole life. It will always be uh, something I play with me and my mom, my sister, and my boyfriend, and uh, everyone will sit. Will and we don't fight. And no one fights during Mario Party. I was going to say, the (laughs) fact that you've made it through Mario Party, not only with Hale and the family and everybody, that's an achievement. Yeah, we love Mario Party. So, yeah, no all time famous Mario Party, least favorite at the moment, chess. (laughs) Hale has yet to to scream, You're my mortal enemy. I'm sure he has, but I think we knew him better. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Frankie Grande, this was an absolute delight. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. Well, Frankie Grande, I mean, look, I am a gigantic Big Brother fan and I just love him. That was so fun to talk about. Everything from overcooked to LGBTQ representation was uh, what a great interview. What a great interview and a high energy, lovely person to talk to. Uh, He was fantastic. So thank you to Frankie Grande for stopping by and joining us. And be sure to check him out uh, on his new podcast, SpongeBob Binge Pants. Coming soon. I love that name. Yes. Greatest name. Can we change our podcast to Good Game, Nice Try, Binge Pants? Does that work? No, it doesn't work, does it? Jen, what do you think? Absolutely not. Okay. (laughs) I'll see myself out. Uh, Don't go anywhere, everybody. Well, we're going to take another fan request right after these messages. We'll be right back. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back. So today we have a request that we've gotten a couple of times. Uh, A lot of you have been asking about games that have moved us emotionally. Okay, so we were talking a little bit earlier, Last of Us 2. I mean, you want to talk emotions. Let's talk about it. How are we doing? How are you feeling? How are are you? How are are you? If this sums it up. Um, uh, a couple days. I'm, I'm currently at this point, I'm probably like 37 hours in okay. and I made a tweet not that long ago that said I'm 30 hours into the last of us two. And I feel like there is so much game left and I'm unsure if I can handle it emotionally, which still stands by the way, I'm almost 40 hours in and wow. I feel like there is still so much game left and I am even more unsure if I can handle it emotionally. And uh, a uh, a lovely person who we've had on our podcast, Alana Pierce, she replied saying that you even tweeting this means that you feel the same way the characters do at that point in their story. And I respect the hell out of it for creating that parallel. Yeah. And I had such a like, whoa, such a whoa moment because it's so true. I just, I'm just getting (laughs) punched left and right, but I'm... I'm so I'm so in it. It gives you so much perspective. It gives you so much to think about. And just the development of every character, of every single character is just unreal. And I don't know if I've had many games where I have, you know, I'll play it up. And I think I've told you this before. I'll play up things and like, oh, I'll gasp and I'll cover my mouth like, oh, 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 no. Um, I did it involuntarily multiple times. Like my jaw... Whoa dropped and I was actually like physically shocked and just it's I've I've cried a handful of times so I think there's there hasn't been a game that's affected me that many times that emotionally and has gone on this long and has been able to sustain this hook that it has in me you know what what has the last of us two taught you about yourself Gosh, well, 
again, I'm going to try and dance around spoilers in a way, but um, the please two... Do. Yeah. Please do. And I promise I will beat this game as soon as possible so Get we can have like a, a proper chat. Can, oh, I, uh, I actually, hate feeling emotion. I'm scared. I'm scared to. <laughs> Feel it all. I'm so I'm excited. Scared. I'm so excited when you finally play through it and I get to relive it. I'm, I'm assuming that's similar because Jen, you've beaten it. I'm the only one who's beat the game so far, ah! you guys. I want to just... Oh, I just need to talk about it and I, I can't with you guys. But you're having, so, but you're enjoying, are you enjoying me kind of going through the process I am. now? Okay. <laughs> I am. I'm enjoying it, but I'm also like jealous because there's this sadness where I'm just mm. like, I wish I could experience it again for the first time. Yeah. People, I mean, people Ugh. said that to me and now that I'm in it, I, I'm already having this like precognition of, of like this bittersweet like, I wish I could play it again. And I'm still in it. So I'm totally. I'm so excited to live that through again uh, as soon as Blay plays. <laughs> um, oh. But I think the two biggest things, again, dancing around any kind of spoilers, the two biggest things that have impacted me, consequence and perspective, mm. I feel are, are two things that were really, really drove home. Just consequences of your actions and then the perspective of, uh, of events and everything from different angles and different, mm. you know, different perspectives. So, oh man. We've talked about this before, but, you know, the first time I think I ever experienced that in a video game was Braid. And yeah. this amazing game where, you know, and this is a spoiler and I'm sorry, but it's worth playing the game through where you realize at the end, you're the villain. You're mm -hmm. not, you're not the hero of the story. You're the villain of the story. And blew my mind, a sledgehammer to my brain. Like it was crazy. And that is the thing, you know, that we can explore when we are the character versus watching a movie or reading a story. Like, yeah, I will start it tonight. Okay. I will start Thank the last you. of us to tonight. I know you've been sending me screenshots of things and it's just so beautiful. I know. I know. I gotta, I'm, I'm afraid of, of, I'm afraid of that, which is, uh, yeah, which is wild. So what do you, what now, the Last of Us 2, very insane experience. What are you, as you kind of come upon finishing it, what are your what are your thoughts? Like, are you nervous? Are you excited? Are you, like Jen said, you know, melancholy because you're going to exit this world? I am already having, you know, <laughs> I am having this, again, like this pre, I can see like the precognition of this like nostalgia already and I'm still in it. I know that yeah. I'm going to wish that I could feel what I'm feeling again. And I think that's making me relish in it more and that's making me um, oh. enjoy it way, way more. And I can see everything percolating to a point. I can see where things are, are leading up to. And it is like, it is gut-wrenching and I am just, I'm excited to see how the rest folds out. So and now I need a hug and that's that. Jen, let's give her a Zoom hug. Ready? Aww. Zoom hug, Zoom hug. It's, just, it's gonna look like our arms just covering the camera. But I need it. That's it. Thank you. That's it. Well, guys, that's gonna do it for this week. If you guys have any questions, video game requests, or want us to prescribe you a video game, of course, hit us up at Good Game, nice try on Twitter, or use hashtag GGNT. And don't at me about playing Last of Us 2. I'm going to start it tonight. Every single person at him. <laughs> don't at me. I will retweet every single person oh, adding no. Aaron oh, on Twitter to play The Last of Us oh, 2 God. already. Oh, no. I'm starting it now. I'm starting out my PlayStation <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> Good Game, Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Beckton, with engineering and sound design by Chester Guasta. Music by John Danik. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.